0: Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Versatility Podcast. I'm back with another episode. For today's episode, I'm going to finish off the Olympics coverage that I was going to do a couple days ago. I was going to do that, well, on Sunday when the Olympics actually ended, but I was busy that day packing. And then Monday, of course, yesterday, I was, you know, traveling all day to get back home. So, of course, now I'm officially home. Um, from Colombia, so that's why I was kind of busy the last two days and couldn't make the uh, episode. But anyways, I'll just finish off the coverage that I was gonna do. Basically, go over the games that were going on Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and then also talk about me my MLB power rankings. Um, at the current moment from August tenth, uh, which teams I think are the worst in baseball and the teams that are playing at their best and. You know, all that stuff. I'm not going to make predictions like I did before the season started or the day, uh, the first game or the first day of the regular season and back in April. But I will be talking about power rankings and then eventually when we get to postseason time, I'll be making my actual predictions because I know some of my predictions are way off and you know they definitely didn't age well. But, anyways, to start off with the Olympics coverage. So, first on Friday. Um, we had a couple events. Uh, we had some athletic events. We had the men's 50K uh, kilometer race walk. Poland, Germany, and Canada. That's basically going from gold, silver, and bronze. In the women's 20KM race walk, it went from Italy, Colombia, and China. Um, in the women's javelin throw final, it went to China, Poland, Australia. The women's 400 meter final went to Bahamas, Dominican Republic, uh, and the United States women's fifteen hundred final uh, went to Kenya, Great Britain, Netherlands. The men's five thousand meter final went to Uganda, Canada, and the U.S. Um, the women's f- semifinal went to U.S. versus Serbia, beating uh, beating Serbia seventy nine to fifty nine, and Japan beating France eighty seven to seventy one. We also had. The women's bronze medal between Switzerland and Latvia, and Switzerland won two 0 And then women's gold medal match for beach volleyball, U.S. winning that one two to nothing. Uh, boxing, we had a bunch of boxing events. A Cuban won the men's light semifinal. The men's heavy went to another Cuban. Um, a bunch of middle classes. Okay, okay. All right. Um, where we get to? Okay, so soccer. It went to the The men's bronze medal match. It went to Mexico. 3 to 1 and then women's it went to Canada. I think I talked about that already. Uh, what else? Uh shit. The men's team gold medal team match went to China 3 nothing. The volleyball women's semifinal Serbia uh, loses to the United States 3 nothing and Brazil beats Korea 3 to nothing. Watermelon polo, watermelon, what the fuck? Water polo Greece beats Hungary 9 to 6 and then Serbia beats uh, Spain ten to nine, and then a bunch of wrestling matches. Up. So these are the events from Saturday. Um, so we had more games. so we had the women's marathon final. Uh, two Kenyans won gold and silver, and then the US went to bronze. So the bronze went to silver. Um, women's high jump final. It went to Russia, Australia, Ukraine, the women's 10,000 meter final went to Netherlands, Bahrain, Ethiopia. Men's 1,500 final went to Norway, Kenya, Great Britain. The men's javelin throw final went to India and then Czech Republic for the silver and bronze. The men's 4x400 four relay final went to the U.S., United States, and Boswanda. And then for the women's, it went to the U.S., Poland, and Jamaica. Um, the baseball bronze medal game, Dominican Republic, they beat Korea 10-6. to 6. And then the gold medal game, Japan beats the U.S. 2 to nothing. And in basketball, uh, the women's bronze medal match went to France, uh, 91-76 for the women's. And then for the men's bronze medal game, it went to Australia, 107 to Slovenia. So unfortunately, Slovenia and Luka Doncic couldn't get a medal in the Olympics. But either way, uh, Luka played a great uh, performance in the Olympics and, of course, you know, played his ass off. And the men's gold medal game, well, it was France versus the United States. And, of course, the U.S. took care of business and they won 87-82, making it their fourth consecutive year, or the fourth consecutive Olympics that they won the gold medal. They haven't lost since, I believe, 2004. So, of course, um, you know, and people were talking shit about the U.S. losing the game against France in the group stage. And, oh, they're overrated. Oh, well, they're not as good as they were. This is the 1992 Dream Team where, They were absolutely dominating every team or, you know, they couldn't even beat them by 10 points or whatever. You can talk all the shit you want, but we still got the job done. Yes, we lost the game. Oh, my God. Did that affect anything? No, because we ended up taking the gold either way, bitch. So you can shut the fuck up. But anyways, for beach volleyball, the men's bronze medal match, it went to Qatar beating Latvia. And then for the men's uh, gold medal match, it went to Norway beating Russia. Uh, boxing we had the men's fly we had a great britain um uh, beating a filipino for the women's fly we get, uh what the fuck oh shit i got a message uh bulgaria they beat turkey 5 nothing uh the men's middle weight uh final um a brazilian beat the ukraine and then for the women's welter final bout a turkish beat a chinese 3-0 so then that that's in canoe cycling no 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 okay diving the men's 10m platform final went to china for the silver and for the gold and then uh uk for the bronze equestrian jumping team final went to sweden then the u.s then belgium for the men's gold medal match for football brazil won that game two to one in extra time so brazil they get their second consecutive gold medal um golf we don't care about that (laughs) um for the men's bronze medal match we had spain beating egypt 33 to 31 and then for the men's gold medal match we had france beating denmark 25 to 23. we had a bunch of karate sessions here there's endless of them so we're just not even gonna go over that volleyball the men's bronze medal match argentina versus brazil argentina beats brazil three to two the men's gold medal match between france and russia and then france won three to two The water polo, so the women's bronze medal match it went to Hungary, beating uh, Russia 11-9, and then the women's gold medal match it went to the U.S. beating France, Uh, no, excuse me, beating Spain 14-5. Wrestling, okay, so let's talk about the matchups or the events that happened on Sunday, the last game. There shouldn't be a lot because, of course, it was the last day, things were wrapping up, and some most of these where I was at, it was literally in the middle of the night, so actually Sunday was. Sunday morning, most of these events were done. The men's marathon final, it went to Kenya, then the Netherlands, then Belgium for basketball. The women's gold medal match. The US, they defeat Japan 9075. Of course, you know, the women's and the men's took gold for basketball. Boxing, the women's light good uh, the women's lightweight, it went to Ireland, the men's lightweight went to a uh, Cuban. Uh, Andy Cruz, the women's middleweight went to a Great Britain player, a Great Britain boxer, excuse me. Uh, a british boxer a uh, lower in price and then for the men's super heavy it went to uh someone from uzbekistan i can't really see their whole name but anyways um cycling the men's current final one through six went to great britain uh mass mass what is mass masalavia i have no idea what that country it looks like the country's flag is literally just a ripoff of the u.s flag, except it has like a moon and a star where the where the, okay, um, that looks exactly like the U.S., but it's not. Um, it's like a, I don't know if that's an Asian country or not. Whatever. And the Netherlands, it went to someone from the Nether. For for bronze, it went to the Netherlands. Excuse me. And then for the women's opium points race, four to four it went to the U.S., Japan, and the Netherlands in that order, from gold, silver, and bronze. For the handball competition, we had for the women's bronze medal match, we had Norway beating Sweden thirty six to nineteen. And then for the women's gold medal match, we had France beating Russia 30 to 25. The rhythmic gymnastics group all around final rotation to Bulgaria took gold, Russia took silver and Italy took bronze. And then for volleyball, the women's bronze medal match it went to Serbia beating Korea three nothing. Women's gold medal match, US beating Brazil three to nothing. And then finally, the last events, we had men's classification 7 to 8. It went to Italy beating Montenegro 18 to 17. Men's classification 5 to 6. It went to Croatia beating the United States 14 to 11. The men's bronze medal match, Hungary beating Spain 9 to 5, and then the men's gold medal match, it went to Serbia beating Greece 13 to 10. And well, that's that's that. That's it. That's a wrap from the Olympics. And we will see y'all. Well, we'll see y'all next year because the winter Olympics will be next year, but the summer Olympics will be in Paris in 2024, of course, because the Olympics were supposed to be last year, but of course COVID. So the Olympics were taking place this year. So we will be getting it. Well, in three years from now for not counting the winter Olympics, because let's be honest, I don't really watch the winter Olympics. Maybe I should next year. Where is it? Where is it gonna be? By the way, I don't even know where the Olympics is gonna be for the uh, for next year. Um, yeah, actually, let's go over like the total medal counts and everything, or like the 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 most uh, medals. Whoever got the most medals and shit. Let me let me uh, do that. Well, the U.S. took the most gold medals with thirty nine, and they took also the most medals by any country with hundred and thirteen. So the U.S. got 39 gold medals, 41 silver, and then 33 bronze, which is a total of 113 medals. China, 38 gold, 32 silver, and then 18 bronze. Well, they only had 88 total. So even though we had way more than China, China was only one less gold than us. And they had, well, like almost almost 30 less medals. So they were a little bit more efficient with the golds. But anyways... And for the most medals for athletes, it went to Caleb Dressel. That man won five gold medals. He didn't win a bronze. He didn't win a silver. He's too good for that. He won five fucking gold medals in this tournament. E-Point, um, e, uh, e point, uh, from Australia, a swimmer, she won four gold medals and then three uh, bronze. So she got seven medals total. Uh, McCowan got three gold medals and then one silver. Oh, excuse me, one bronze, so that's four medals. Uh, S. Ann from South Korea from Archery, she won three gold medals. Uh, uh, Thompson Horan, Jamaican, she won also three gold medals. Who else? We also have Carrington taking three gold medals. Lindecki taking four, two of them gold and two of them silver. Uh, Adam Petey took two gold and one silver. Um, other other notable ones, uh, Pirioni, who took two gold. All um, oh, right, the superstar, the gymnastics team that replaced uh, Simone Biles because she was uh, she withdrew from one of the competitions. What's her name? Sunny Lee. She won three medals. She won one gold, one silver, and one bronze. Um, and she was basically, you know, she was one of the biggest superstars in the tournament. Um, and I'm not gonna lie, she's uh, she 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 killed it. She fucking killed it. I saw some of the highlights. I don't really be watching gymnastics, but uh, I saw the highlights. Even even they were putting the replay when I was on the flight. You know, since I had a, I was taking a flight with the with one of the TVs working, and uh, they were replaying some of the they were replaying the event that one of the events that she won a, a medal at and you know impressive work impressive work and she's kinda cute I'm not even gonna lie so yeah that also kinda entertain me even more but that's not here or there congratulations to everybody who won a medal I mean you know these guys have worked these guys and girls have worked so hard to you know even reach here and compete and getting a, a gold a silver or a bronze medal I mean that must fill up because let's let's not let's for, not forget that a lot of these athletes are not just always doing what they're doing i mean they're also regular people like a lot of these athletes that are in certain sports like like in, in marathon or or in badminton like they're not always just doing sports they're like doing other jobs and shit um i was watching um i was watching one of the like the the medal uh, what the, the, the mile runs basically like they had to run like around 50 miles or 50 kilometers as they calculated over there and there was a man that took what like 15th place it was a colombian since obviously we were i was in colombia there we were focused on who won in the country represented there and man was talking about he was in the military and shit and then came here to tokyo to try to win a sport and everything like you know they like you know they have other jobs like they don't just be focusing on just their sport or whatever like he doesn't be doing that every day like as his job you know he's literally in the fucking military and he went, goes to Japan and you know gets even in the top 15 um throughout the whole event um, yeah didn't win a medal but still I mean some courage some balls to do that and I bet a bunch of other people working doing different shit a lot of them might be chefs, doctors, you know, you, you never know. And they're out here, you know, trying to compete for their country and, you know, themselves to get a medal. Colombia ended in what place for in total 66. So they only won four gold. No, four silver and then one bronze. They unfortunately were not able to get a gold medal, which fucking sucks. They could have They had four silver, but they couldn't get one medal, one gold. But. Either way, you know, congrats to everybody who won a, you know, a gold medal. I mean, they must be feeling fucking excited. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's the Olympics, you know, all about competition and shit. And uh, well, yeah, of course, great to see them here. So let's talk about some NBA news real quick. So free agency still going on today. We had a signee, Dennis Schroeder, agreed to a one-year uh, $5.9 million deal with the Celtics. Oh no, man! I don't know about the Celtics. I mean, I'll be honest. I'm not a big fan of the move. I mean, he went from being a he just wasn't that reliable in uh, New York. I mean, not New York in uh, in LA, and uh, now he's going to Boston. Um, don't even know if he's going to be coming off the bench. He's going to be the six man role, or is he really going to play that? Uh, I, I, look. For me, Dennis Schroeder is a complicated player to kind of like talk about, at least with with his game. You know, for sure, obviously he's a great player off the bench, um, and that's exactly what he tried to execute in LA. But he just, he just, he just wasn't as good. So, of course, trading him to Boston it could work out. I could be wrong. I just don't know if it's a good fit. I don't know if it will really, you know. But again, I I said the same thing with Russell Westbrook, but they can still win a fucking championship and shut everybody up. So. In the end of the day, like maybe sometimes spacing isn't what it's all about, but I feel like just to see try to connect the pieces, like it's kind of hard for me to imagine it. But I don't know if Dennis Schroder is going to be a huge, you know, piece in Boston. I believe he definitely has potential. He's shown that when he played in OKC. I mean, he literally won six men of the year, or I know he he was a runner up for six men of the year. Excuse me, he he lost to who? Montrez Harrell, I believe that year. But still, you know, play like it. He could have won it if, without, you know, Montrezl Harrell being a beast. So, you know, props to Dennis Schroeder. I'm happy for him, but I just don't know if Boston will be the place. But we'll see. I guess we'll just have to wait and see. And then Luca, you know, yesterday actually this was announced. He signed, he signed a five-year $207 million Supermax rookie extension contract with the Mavericks. Obviously, Luca being one of the biggest superstars in the NBA now, you know, Obviously that Supermax contract was even was was just handwritten there waiting for him to, to sign it because of course was um was waiting for him. Of course Luca deserves every single piece of that uh money. Um yeah, that's pretty much so far what's going on. I mean, there's the summer league going on right now, but I kind of haven't really been watching it. I'm watching a game right now, actually. It's between the Pistons and the Rockets, but is still going on. Um, I'll kind of talk more about the summer league in the in the future episodes uh, coming this week. So yeah, um, that's that. But anyways, let's talk about my power rankings. So the power rankings for baseball. I did this power rankings actually yesterday. I was thinking about it on the flight, but uh, obviously I'm presented today. Uh, I'm not gonna make any changes. I mean, it's only been a day. so I'm, they pretty much after one day. I'm not gonna change any of the teams' placements. But anyways. These are the MLB power, power rankings. Uh, of course, this is my opinion. Some of these could be factuals, just based on their record. But still, my opinion on how I order them or whatever. But we'll see. And dead last at number thirty, of course, we have the Arizona Diamondbacks. I mean, they—they're just a bad team. I mean, what else is there to say? They—they they lost so many good players, and they just continue lead to just be one of the worst teams in. And all the baseball, it's really, it's its just sad what's going on in Arizona right now. It's, yeah, there's really nothing good really going on over there. So unfortunately, they're going to have to pick up their pace and see what they can do. And they're going to be rebuilding for a bit because this is going to take a long time for them to get rid of this, uh, you know, trading Eduardo Escobar, you know, trading a bunch of other key players. Like, it's tough. It's tough for the Diamondbacks. And the Orioles at number 29, I mean, their bullpen. Ugh, yikes uh, some they have some good offensive weapons, you know, they have Cedric Mullins. They have Trey Mancini. They have good players, but uh, Overall besides them like there's really nothing else going on in Baltimore like they don't really have a lot of good players anymore Their pitching is not that great uh, Matt Harvey has been alright. I mean, he's had some horrible games this year But lately like these the since the second half started he's been actually pretty decent so We'll have to wait and see, but you know, the Orioles are still gonna be a bad team for the rest of the year. And they're gonna take a while for them to um of course get back in playoff position. Uh twenty eight we have the text. I have the Texas Rangers. Um yeah, I mean the Rangers they you know, they they've only like legit they've lost so many good players. I mean they lost Joey Gallo, they traded him to the Yankees. I mean, they they're pitching. Solid, I guess uh, Their bullpen. I actually don't know a lot about their bullpen, but They haven't really stand out. Um, they have a bottom tier pitching duel, but they're really not that great um, Adolis Garcia, you know one of the best rookies this season, but You I mean if your only highlight is a rookie in the in you know in the offense and the lineup it's kind of tough to rank this team, but It's just tough what the Texas Rangers are going through right now, but the rebuilding phase I think are gonna come quicker than most teams um, the Pirates at number twenty-seven, basically kind of the same reasons. Their offense is whack. Their defenses could be worse. They have they they they're just trash. I mean, they have a lot of great, you know, um, offensive weapons, but that's that's in the past, man. They traded most of those motherfuckers away to other teams. You know, they traded Josh Bell, and even though Josh Bell hasn't even been good for uh, Washington, I mean. Still, they've lost some many good pieces, uh, pieces. so, yeah, the Pirates right now number 27. They really haven't changed for me that much. They've just been one of the worst teams in baseball, for sure. Uh, 26, the Rockies. I don't know what the hell the front office is doing, but they still haven't traded uh, Travis Story. I have uh, no idea what's going on with that. They should definitely trade this man. I mean, this man gets, needs to get the fuck out of there, but uh, they just kind of helped them captive, and... Uh, they really think they're going to be w- winning games with him, but just him basically carrying the team and the offense. So, yeah, Colorado, I don't know what the hell you all doing, but it's rough for you all right now. Uh Trade Trevor story as fast as you can. At number 25, after the Chicago Cubs, obviously losing Rizzo, Bryant, Baez, and, and Craig Kimbrough. Come on, man. This team is bad now, you know? Uh, you know, they were kind of in that playoff hunt a little bit throughout the season, but... uh Yeah, I mean, when you lose those four guys in literally in just a span of days, like, it's rough for y'all. So, yeah, Cubs, um, I like y'all. I don't mind the Cubs, you know, as a team. But obviously, they're just not as good as where they are right now. So, um, so yeah, that's why they're number 25. At a number 24, Vav, the Washington Nationals. Pretty much the same thing. They've been struggling this year. Uh, Trey Turner has hit positive uh, for COVID, so he hasn't been playing recently. Um, oh wait, 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 wait! Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on! He got traded to LA. I forgot about that. Excuse me. Um, obviously, that's he was he was tested positive, but I think that was like a, that was like before he got traded. But I, I mean, even since after that, uh, Washington still hasn't been playing great in this. At least this summer, they started off the season. All right. And when they had Kyle Schwarber, who was on fire, um, but also, you know, he got traded to Boston in, um, you know, the trade by the trade deadline ended. Um, of course, the Nationals also lost to two guys and also their ace, Max Scherzer, in L.A. as well. So, yeah, uh, Nationals, you know, losing key players, of course, didn't help either. And number 23, I have the Kansas City Royals. The Royals, I don't really watch the Royals, but I know they just by record wise, they just haven't been playing good. Um I, I can't say so much about this team because I just don't know a lot about the roles. so I'm not gonna like you know judge or say what I know their weaknesses and their strengths are. but you know they have one of the worst records in baseball and I mean twenty three sounds like a regional spot Kind of put them maybe maybe higher than some people would, but I mean twenty three is not really that high because it's one of the worst teams in baseball. but anyways, number 22, the Twins, they had been one of the most disappointing teams in all of baseball. I mean, last year they were a really good team. The last three seasons they've been a really good team. So they've been a playoff contending team. They were a playoff team um, last year. Were they? Were they a last year? No, I don't think last year, but in 2019 I believe they were. You know, like, this team has been disappointing. So, I mean 22, they're still better than the teams that have them uh, below, but Again, they've still been really disappointing um, against, you know, playing against Chicago, who's only gotten better and better um, in that division. The Indians as well, but still the Indians have been all right this year. Yeah, the Twins just have been pretty disappointing. So number 22 is where I put them. Uh, I have the Miami Marlins at number 21. Um, I like the Marlins. They have a really good bullpen. They have good pitching. But their offense, they don't really have a good lineup. They can't really show for it that much um but they've been all right they've been all right I mean they're still one of the worst teams in baseball and they were the worst team in the worst division and that's the the NL East but still you know the the Marlins are rebuilding and they've kind of been in that phase a little bit yeah the 60 game season last year helped them make the playoffs but let's be honest it's not really a lot saying you know so yeah I have them in at number 21 and at number 20 I have the Detroit Tigers. They've actually been playing a little bit better than I thought. I thought they were going to be like by like 26, 27, 28, 29 like spots out there like the bottom five team in the M, uh in MLB, but they've actually been playing all right. Akiba do, you know, he's been pretty good. Um offensively, they've been getting attacked. You know, Miguel Cabrera's been having having a pretty solid season, almost at 500 home runs. I think he's like one or two home runs away from it. Um yeah, I mean the Tigers have been pretty exciting to watch some games. They were on a hot streak. I believe they won like seven or eight straight games. Eventually they kind of fell down, but they still had a good run there and they're still fighting strong. They're still in the wild card spot. Um one of the wildcard teams fighting for a playoff spot, so we'll see. And number 19 I have the Los Angeles Angels. Um, the Angels, I mean, Mike Trout has been injured. Shohei Ohtani for the last couple weeks have kind of slowed down. He's still the AL MVP, but he's kind of slowed down, let's be honest. Um, But either way, you know, if the Angels just had some good pitching, God damn, this team is easily a playoff team. With Ohtani and Trout, you don't have to worry about the offense. You're good. But the pitching, y'all need to step it up with the pitching. Y'all needed to get better pieces in the bullpen. I mean, fuck. The pitching is just atrocious. Um, they just have maybe good two pitchers there, but you can't rely on only two pitchers. You need to have a, a strong bullpen and rotation to get you far, especially in the postseason. Or if you even want to fight for a playoff spot because this team has not been in the playoffs in God knows how long. Like 2014, you know, Mike Charles only played in one postseason series in his career. He hasn't even won a game in the postseason yet. That's fucking sad, coming from the best player in the world right now. So, Mike Trout, hopefully he comes back soon so he can take this team and uh, put them in prime position to actually make the playoffs, but uh, right now they're only a 19. At number 18, I have the Cleveland Indians. They've been actually pretty good. I mean, they also lost a lot of key players. You know, They lost Francisco Lindor to New York, um, but... I do think that the Indians uh, are still here to fight for a playoff spot. They're still doing all right. You know, offense they're pretty look- they're pretty they're looking pretty good. Uh pitching has slowed down, but they definitely have some good arms. Um so yeah, I think the Indians definitely can make a push, but at the moment they're just not one of the best teams in baseball, but they're definitely better than the majority of the teams that are they're better than all the teams that i have already ranked so far. At number 17 I have the St. Louis Cardinals. Cardinals have pretty much been the same case as the Indians. They've been playing for a playoff spot. Um, It's going to be a lot easier, I guess, because, well, well, actually, it's going to be a little bit more tougher because they got to go up against, you know, Brewers and they got to go up against the Reds, but um, they got against the Cubs and they're good against the, um, uh, who was the other team in the the division? The Pirates, right? Um, So they're good, you know, at least to that, but they just still haven't been, you know, playing crazy. You know, they, Paul Goldschmidt has been good. You know, Norland Renato has been pretty good as well. But, again, uh, the Cardinals need to do more to really fight for that playoff spot at the moment. At number 16, I have the Atlanta Braves. Um, The Braves have been playing solid. I mean, they're above five hundred at the moment. So, you know, the Braves have been catching up. Ronald Acuna Jr., of course, uh, out for the season. He's tore ACL, unfortunately, you know devastating injury that you know you know lost some momentum to atlanta but atlanta is still fighting for a playoff spot and i do believe they could be you know you know playing at their best baseball at any given time because you know they do play in a weak division so they still have enough time to get back there uh at number 15 i have the philadelphia phillies um they have been on fire in the month of august so for me to put that At 15 is kind of hard for me to say because first of all, the Phillies haven't lost a game in the month of August. They're literally in a, uh, what, eight game winning streak. Um, They have been on fire. They're literally, what, like six games above 500. They're 59 and 53 at the moment. Their first place in the NL East. The Mets were collapsing right now. The Mets have been fucking brutal at the moment. They've been playing their worst baseball of the season. But even to that point, I even have the Mets at number 14. Now, again, I have the Mets ahead of the Phillies just because of what I've seen overall throughout the season. In August, the Phillies are the best team in baseball. But they haven't played, like, the best team in baseball all season long. So that's why they're at 15, and that's why they're just one spot below the Mets at the moment. If the Phillies keep this up, they obviously are going to get higher. If they win, like, the next three games, I'm putting them to, like, at least 13 or 12, like, nearing the top 10. Obviously, the the better they get, I'm going to rank them higher. But just because of the eight-game winning streak that they're in right now or that they haven't lost a game in the month of August yet, like... I can't put them any higher, but I want them to keep going because I don't want the fucking Mets to win the division. I want the Phillies to, so Philly, keep th- keep keep going, and you y'all have to play the Dodgers this this uh, this weekend, or not this weekend. Y'all have to play them when uh, when did they? Oh oh, it's the, okay. So they're gonna be playing them this week, literally today, tomorrow, and Thursday. But who do they play in the weekend? Let me just let me just find out real quick cuz then I'm just going to ask myself later what the fuck they play. Um the Reds, they're going to be playing against the Reds. So, it's going to be difficult. It's going to be kind of difficult, especially against the Dodgers. But anyways, the Phillies are right now at number 14. Their offense has been clicking. Bryce Harper has been an MVP candidate. I mean, after Acuña Jr. got injured, oof. This this motherfucker Bryce Harper, people calling him overrated and shit. Are you sure about that? You sure he's overrated? This man is playing an MVP. MVP. I can't even say it right. Jesus. He's. I. I think right now he's. He's probably the the runner up, um, or the front runner. I. I don't honestly don't know. He's a top two candidate for the NL MVP so far this year for sure. After Acuna Jr. got injured, yeah, that's that. Bryce Harper got to be in the top two right now. If he can keep it up for the month of August and September, he definitely can get that case back. Uh, fourteen. The Mets. Of course, they've been. Playing horrible baseball the last two weeks. They've been blowing games or bullpen his ass. You know, like of course the Mets have just been in a stuck position, but you know, they could be playing their worst baseball, but then next week they're gonna be playing their best baseball. So we'll see. Uh number 13 at the Seattle Mariners, they are actually a decent team. They're actually pretty good. I'm not even gonna lie. The Mariners, what is their record right now? The Mariners are legit, like not even that far from the A's. Well, they're fifty nine and fifty four, so not a great team, but they're not bad, of course. Um, they're literally almost eight games behind the Astros, but again, the Astros are an elite team. Um, but still, the Mariners have been playing a lot better than than I anticipated. So for sure, you know, give them credit, get them near the top ten. And number twelve, I have the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Jays have also been playing good in a good division in the AL East. They're sixty and fifty one at the moment. They've been playing good. They just lost the game to the Angels today, but they also have to play them later tonight because there's a doubleheader. Um, so yeah, it's it's a little difficult. It's a little difficult, but yeah, I mean the Blue Jays still are intact. They're just not that. They're not far away from the Yankees, and they're not even far away from catching the Red Sox um, in the division. But uh, the Blue Jays are right now at number twelve. You know their offense has been good. Their pitching has been pretty solid as well. They picked up Jose Barrios, so that should help them out as well. Number 11, I have the Cincinnati Reds. The Reds have been pretty good. I mean, fucking pretty good. Uh, I think they were going to be a pretty good team. They were kind of a sleeper team, but uh, the Brewers have been fucking fantastic. So that's kind of taken a lot from me, a lot of credit from what I would say. But the Reds, 61-52 at the moment. Uh, They're 7-3 and 3 in the last 10 games. They've been good. They've been pretty good. So the Reds got to give them credit for that. Um, the Yankees are number 10, um, the Yankees have been playing some good baseball. Yes, they are not consistent throughout the whole season, but so far in the month of August and late since the first, since the second, uh, half started, I would say the Yankees have been playing a, a bit better. Uh, they have been playing like a top 10 team in baseball, but they just still need to prove a little bit more to even be higher than 10. Um, the Yankees, you know, they've been playing all right. Recently, um, they're playing against the the Royals right now, but we'll just have to see where they keep going. Uh, the A's are at number nine for me because the A's have been pretty good as well. I mean, the A's are what they're sixty four and forty eight. They're not that far behind from the Astros. You know, they're two games back from the Astros in the AL West. You know. This team has been pretty good offensively, so you know, and pitching wise, Sean Manaya, you know, has been great too as well. So the A's for sure top ten team in baseball. I, at number eight, I have the Boston Red Sox. The Red Sox haven't been playing that great. Uh, they've lost eight of the last ten games, sixty-five and forty-nine. They lost their first place um, uh, hold against the Rays. The Rays are now four games ahead of them at the moment. So yeah, the Red Sox. They lost their first place uh, title right now, um, and the Rays have it right now at the moment. So the Red Sox can get fired at any, at any given time, but we'll just have to wait and see what the Red Sox can do to finish off the season. At number seven, I have the San Diego Padres. The Padres have also been great this year, playing in a tough division in the NL West, 65-49. and 49. They're easily a, a World Series contender, but again, the Dodgers and the Giants... Yep, that's a tough team to uh, even make the wild card from beating those teams. But in the National League, the Padres are still in very good prime position to make the postseason. So that that's why they're at number seven for me. Um, their pitching hasn't been that great. Uh, Blake Snell hasn't had a good season, but really hasn't mattered that much yet. Um, at number six, I have the Chicago White Sox. The White Sox, man, they've been good. They've been good. I've been watching a lot of White Sox. Well, I haven't been. I haven't been watching a lot, but. I have been watching more White Sox games than usual, 67 and 46. Man, they're literally almost 11 games ahead of any team in the AL Central. So they they have been killing it. They've been killing it. They're easily winning this division for sure. The Indians are good, but they're not going to catch up to the White Sox. You know, they've been great. So the White Sox, they're going to keep this shit up, and their pitching has only gotten better. Their offense is looking really, really good. So White Sox... Maybe not in the top five because the top five is just insane at the moment, but definitely a World Series contender and won't be surprised if they even play in the Fall Classic by my birthday week because well, you know I'm lucky to, to lucky to have my birthday around the World Series time. But we'll see. Uh number five, I have the Tampa Bay Rays, you know, they've been playing great, of course. They're eight games, eight game winning streak. Uh or not, uh they won like eleven straight games in the month of uh, what June? I believe in the month of June they were winning eleven straight games, um, and you know they've been just playing great baseball. And even though recently they've been winning eight out of their last ten games, literally just the opposite of what the Red Sox have been doing the last couple of weeks. So, yeah, the Rays just need to keep it up, and they're up there. You know, they're of course their pitching is great. Their offense have been clicking super well. So, you know, overall balanced team. The Rays are one of the best and most balanced teams in all of baseball so for sure right here number five makes perfect sense and number four i have the milwaukee brewers this team is like legit a a world series contender i wouldn't have i would have said playoff team for sure like when the season be- before the season began but world series contenders yeah, I'm not sure about that. Uh, I would have never thought you—I would have actually generally believed you would have said that this team is actually going to make the World Series and actually have a chance. But um, this team is really fucking good. Their bullpen is one of the best in baseball. Their pitching is great. Um, their rotation is deadly. Um, their offense has only gotten better. <sighs> this Milwaukee Brewers team is uh, scary. And Christian Yelich hasn't even been playing good. He's been playing like shit. And they're still good. They're still good. The 2018 MVP doesn't have to be good to make this team even better. But if imagine he was still playing great, God, I wouldn't even want to believe it. I mean, the Brewers have just been fucking out of their minds this year. So, yeah, the Brewers, definitely one of the best teams in baseball. Number four, that's where I got them. And number three, I have the Houston Astros. Yes, I have the cheaters here, but, you know, they're they're a great team, guys. Like, I know, I don't like the Astros. No one does, but come on. This team is too fucking good, man. Offensively, they're just, they're, they're probably the best offensive team. Maybe besides, like, the Dodgers. But they're definitely one of the best offensive teams in baseball. Defensively, they're fantastic as well. Their pitching is great. You know, like, this team is good. It just sucks that they just don't have a good reputation. And they're going to be enemies forever and ever. But that doesn't mean that they're never going to be a good team because that's exactly how they're playing right now. They've just been playing like a great team. Um, And number two, I have the L.A. Dodgers. I would have never thought the team at number one would have been a number one, but um, at least this season coming up. But the Dodgers. Of course, one of the best teams in baseball, but they ha- they have shown weaknesses this year. They haven't been as dominant as what I thought they were going to be. A hundred wins is what I would have thought they would have had, but uh, doesn't look like they're getting hundred wins. I mean, of course, there's still time. There's still like you know a little less than two months left of the season, but a hundred wins that doesn't sound possible. I feel like ninety something wins is going on, but still, the Dodgers have still been playing great. Um, offensively, they're oh my god, I don't even want to imagine. If their entire lineup was healthy, if Mookie Betts was playing good, Mookie Betts hasn't been all right. He's been solid. Um, and that's coming from a top three player in baseball. He was just healthy and just playing at his best. Same thing with Cody Bellinger. I mean, man, what the fuck happened to Cody Bellinger, man? I mean, shit. He, I mean, he's, he's an MVP winner. He's been a beast. But uh, this year, he has been actually bad. I don't know what it is. You know, he's been in a slump. He's just been in his down season. Hopefully, he can pick up the pace. But at the same time, for the Dodgers' benefits, they're going to need that um, to catch up to the Giants. Who, well, are the number one team in my power rankings? Of course, San Francisco Giants. If you told me in the beginning of the season that the Giants would be number one, best record in baseball, with 71 wins and 41 losses, but by August, I would have been like, yeah, man. Maybe in 2014, when they would, in 2012, when they actually won the World Series. Yeah, that's believable. But 2021, you think they're going to win fucking 90 games? Or getting on their way to win 90 games? Yeah, dream about it, buddy. Come on, man. This team, this team, this team is amazing. Offensively, holy shit, they've been cr- Crazy pitching has been great. The Giants have really surprised everybody in this team. Everybody in this in this league. Um, you know, I'm I'm a big Giants fan myself. Um, the Giants are literally the first team that I really loved watching, uh, watch playing. They're the team that made me love baseball. That 2014 um Giants team when they won the World Series, when they beat the Royals in the World Series. When well, they had Madison Bumgarner, Brandon Crawford. Most of the players, some of the players are still playing today, you know, like uh Brandon Bell, Brandon uh, Crawford, uh, Buster Posey, um, who else? Uh, Longoria. Or not Longoria. He was he wasn't he wasn't playing with the Giants in 2014. But still, um, you know, a lot of key players that made me want to watch the game of baseball, made me love the game of baseball. I mean, the Giants, I, you know, after after they won the World Series in twenty fourteen, they kind of fell off. I mean, twenty fifteen they they were still good in 2016, they made the postseason again. But after like in since like 2017, they've just kind of been one of the worst teams in baseball. They've just been slacking their offense. They had bad coaching. It didn't help. But this year it just seems like these guys clicked it super well and that's just been playing back. Like Buster Posey, this man is at this point, he's he's out of his fucking prime. Like, but he's not playing like it. He's not playing like he's out of his fucking prime. He's not playing like he should be fucking retired. Same thing with Brandon Bell, Brandon Crawford. Like, these guys are good. Again, we thought y'all suck. Y'all y'all should be done. But let's not forget, now this team is better because they just fucking picked up Chris Bryant. And so now this team is just even more scary. And, I mean, yeah, good luck. I mean, I can't believe that the Giants are a huge threat to the Dodgers. Like, they're legit huge threats to the Dodgers this season because I would have told you the Dodgers would have instantly just dominated against the Giants throughout the whole season but yeah that's not the case but I'm happy for the Giants because you know they're the team that made me love baseball so why the fuck would I not want them to succeed you know and I still love them I still love them you know maybe they're not my favorite team actually that's kind of fucked up why would I not say that you know they were my favorite team like they're literally a team but is that kind of like a bandwagon thing I still support them like I never like stopped supporting them when they didn't make the playoffs but it was kind of like, I like the Phillies and I like the Yankees and the Marlins, you know. But I support a lot of teams. I, I, whatever, man. The Giants, if they win the World Series this year, I'll be like fucking ecstatic, you know. Like when when they won in 2014, and in, in uh, you know they kept going in the playoffs in 2015 and 16. You know, like they've just they've been playing great this year, and nothing can can stop them. I mean. We thought they weren't going to be playing that good this year, and look at them. They're at 71 wins, and they're bound to win, like, 95, 96 games. Maybe they can win 100. I mean, maybe not the Dodgers winning 100 games. Maybe the Giants are winning 100 games this year. I mean, you don't know, man. It's just crazy. But uh, that's it. That's my power rankings as of August 10th um, for the baseball season. I will be doing another power rankings in September, and that will be probably be my last power rankings, you know. One more month before we get to the postseason, which starts in October. So that way, you know, we're finished with that. Um, I'll see you guys in the next episode. I'll bring in more content, obviously, now that I'm back home in the States. So, yeah, um, more summer league. I'll be bringing up more summer league content, um, more baseball content. Uh, I got other podcast ideas I got to think of. I also want to make them in some YouTube videos as well. So I'll see what I can do with those um but anyways thank you guys for listening i'll see you guys in a bit take care and peace out my friends